0: Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious.
1: Hey, Happy Tanners, thank you so much for joining us on episode 40 of the Happy Tans Podcast. It's hard to believe that we've already done 40 episodes. We've had some amazing guests. I've met some really awesome people, and I hope you've been inspired as much as I have by all these uh, amazing interviews that we've had the pleasure of doing so far. On today's episode, we have Carissa Serlo from Spray Chic Airbrush Tanning, and she shares a ton of great information, uh, again, as all of our guests do. But she had quite a unique story here. She has a lot of help from her husband, And showed that it was a a true team effort, and now she's got her full studio up and running, and it's growing year over year. She also is uh, part of the Norvell training team there, um, and and obviously you can go to her for training uh, for the Norvell training sessions. Uh, Again, Carissa, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure to not only get to meet you, but also for you to get to share your story with everyone. I know everyone's going to take a lot away from this I thank you Happy Tanners for the support. As always, if you can, feel free to share this podcast, the interviews, go to iTunes and leave us a review. It means a lot to us. We do this for free. Uh, We don't take any sponsorship money or anything like that because we want genuine content and we want to give you something to help you improve and grow your business. So if you can, uh, go over to the uh, iTunes platform or Google Play, whichever one you use. Leave us a review. Make sure to share it. The more people that hear it, the more guests that we can get on the show. So thank you so much. And as always, the Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans Website Builder. Come on over to www.happytans.com website and check us out. If you go to the happytans.com website, you'll see a big blue button at the top. Just click there to learn more. Now, the first and only drag and drop page builder for the spray tanning industry. It's quick and easy to get your website up and running. Not only that, but you will be found online through the uh, search engine optimization or SEO tactics that we have built into the website builder. Thank you again. Come check us out, www.happytans.com forward slash website. If you have any questions at all, you can always email me, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much again for the support. Everyone enjoy the interview and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans podcast. On today's episode, we have Carissa Serlo from Spray Chic Airbrush Tanning. How are you doing today, Carissa?
0: I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful Tuesday morning. I appreciate your time and uh, all the knowledge you're going to share in advance. I'll go ahead and thank you for that because I know there's going to be a lot of information. Well,
0: thank you for ha- hosting this, uh, the Happy Tans podcast. I think it's a brilliant idea for our industry, so thank you.
1: Ah, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. It's a good way to give back and share a lot of helpful stories and all these wonderful people I've met like as your, such as yourself, you know, it's good to share their stories and get it out there cuz uh, it doesn't go unnoticed how hard people work in this industry. So I'd like to you know, kind of capitalize on that and share it with everyone. But with that being said, for those of you that for those people that don't know you, uh, Carissa, I'd like to open up the floor for a minute to let you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, your son this journey thus far and anything else you want to share.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, um, my business, I started in 2008, um, brush tanning. I'm in, um, currently my salon is in Wixom, Michigan, but when I first started out, I was home-based, um, about a half hour outside of Detroit. And at the time, um, I had the idea mostly because I had just gotten divorced and uh, I had my then two-year-old, almost three, and I was working for a Um, A large mortgage company, some of you may have heard of, Quicken Loans, Um, and and at that time, the industry wasn't looking so great, and so the rumor was that there was going to be a huge layoff. So it was a pivotal time for me. Um, I Actually, ironically, my divorce attorney had given me a gift certificate for, (laughs) as a congratulations, (laughs) a gift certificate for a a massage, and that massage therapist was an in-home massage therapist. So while I was preparing for that and kind of reflecting back at, on my journey through the divorce process, um, which I was only married for not even four years, so I was, I was pretty young at the time, um, I thought of, wow, what would I like to do for myself? Um, because massages are great, but it was something that I would only be able to uh, enjoy with my ex-husband, because he was the breadwinner, if you will. Um and it came to me. I had only had one airbrush tan before out of a a spa, um, and they no longer offered it um, as a service because they offered other higher-end services. Um, So it just came to me, well, if I could do spray tanning in people's homes, like this guy's coming and bringing a table (laughs) to do a massage. um, And so that's how it started.
1: Wow. That's an awesome story. And We we spoke last week uh, so we could kind of introduce ourselves and You shared a lot of that information and some pretty cool uh, things you shared about starting out in the business and and everything like that I I mean you've been in it 10 years 2008 obviously when you got into it was uh, in the heart of the kind of the depression the great recession whatever you want to call it obviously you were probably affected by that uh, and the quick and loans uh, arena and that side of things so definitely a challenging time and a couple things I like to talk about As kind of the ups and downs of the business, uh, you know, to share your worst moment thus far, as well as, as the best moment you've had. So I'll open up the floor for you to share that. Uh, I'm sure you have plenty of both. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you know, that's the thing is that this, the beauty of this business, if you will, no pun intended, but, um, it it's so amazing to be able to connect with clients one-on-one. I'm sure that all of your listeners have very similar backstories and how they got started. And, um, You know, it was something that I wanted to offer out of my home to make it convenient for women, Um, working women like myself at the time. I did end up losing my job at Quicken, but I went on to work for another corporate financial company into 2009, and um, it was so amazing to connect with people one-on-one and have clients that I had, um, you know, kind of like regular clients tell me, no, you could do this full-time. Like, you could quit your day job, Um, and it was it was a, a risky time, and it was a kind of a dark time. Looking, I mean, during those those uh, early days of the business, but luckily I had my now husband um, at my side through that. And uh, in 2012, we moved out of that apartment and bought our house and opened up our first storefront. Um, and it was a very small storefront in uh, downtown Farmington, an old building that was an old bank. And I was thinking back to that time and having a challenging client in that space who'd had spray tans done before and she, you know, at a tanning salon and she loved spray tans and somehow or another she came to me. And the, I want to say this was one of the worst moments because it was one of those times where I really felt like I went above and beyond, like I do with all clients, to make that connection and educate her on how spray tans work. But as I was spraying her, she just kept looking at herself saying... Is this it? Am I not dark enough? And and challenging me. And it's I'm sure a lot of us have had those moments where uh you're just not clicking with a client. And it wasn't about her, it was about the efforts I was making to really put her at ease and convey that I knew what I was doing. Um, and kind of break down those barriers that she kind of had coming into the appointment. Um, And it was one of those things that I'd struggled with in the past, and I still do here and there, when you just get someone that just doesn't quite want to trust you. And I've always been successful in breaking down those barriers. And that moment was the worst, when I just felt like there's no winning her over. Um, But I will say that last year, she came back to my new location. (laughs) And I think it was, she didn't know she was coming back to me, but we talked about it, and... She was, you know, very pleased and, and so all, everything, I, I feel like that's one of the big things I've learned in this business too is just let things happen and, and um, I, I did have uh, some horrifying moments with employees where I had an employee leave, quit at the last minute and uh, no notice of course and come to find out a few weeks later she was contacting our clients and had actually moved to a salon across the street, a hair salon, never offered spray tans. And so that was a very dark time as well. But thankfully, I just had my son, who's now four, my second child, and he was not even a month old. And I knew that my focus needed to be on him and not on a negative situation. And karma worked. The universe worked.
1: It's
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I didn't have to really pursue it legally more
1: than just a, a notice. So. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I feel like that's a worry for a lot of people. And I've heard a lot of situations like that: like the employee, the employee leaves, leaves and, you know, they go out on their own and try to start their own thing. It uh, seems like a common thing. And like you said, usually just the notice, uh, if they've signed some kind of legal paper, then just a notice that, hey, you're not allowed to do that is usually enough to scare them off. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and in that case, I mean, we've always had employment agreements, and uh, non-compete, and it was a learning lesson for me, and that non-competes don't always necessarily hold up. And um, even though it, I pursued it legally, it didn't. She didn't just disappear, and it didn't work immediately. But I knew that the connection I had with her as an employee, I was never really fully confident, and, and felt that she upheld um, our reputation at free Chic. So I kind of in a sense, as much as I wanted her to be, you know, have success for her own personal um, goals, it wasn't something that, you know, I kind of let her (laughs) destroy herself in a way. Sure,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you kind of learned a couple, one thing about the NDA and all the employee agreements, but also maybe the, the, the gut feeling you had with her in the first place, it sounds like, as an employee.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we all learned that. And like you said about the customer that was, uh, difficult. There's always people like that. It seems like, and and usually you're just better to cut your losses. Do do your best job and and let them go. Um, you know, some people call it firing your clients or whatever you want to say, but right. it is necessary sometimes. Unfortunately, we can't please everyone, but uh, you can only do what you can do. It's it, if it's out of your control, you know, it's you kind of got to let it go, uh, which is yeah. challenging for us, especially as business owners. But it's something you got to do.
0: Exactly, and I think that's the one reason I'm I'm so pleased with the industry growing. And that you know, in the early days, there weren't a lot of options. I, I, you know, could only work so late and so early as a home-based business. That was kind of the the nice thing is, you know, bending over backwards, being a people pleaser. Um, but there were times where I, you know, needed to tell people like, no, it's after 11 o'clock PM or midnight, you know, you're going to have to find somewhere else. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing now that the sun, the sunless industry has grown, that if there are clients that I just don't feel that um appreciate how hard we work or maybe just don't see eye to eye it's, it's rare but it's something that you know it's nice to be able to pass on a client to someone else <laughs> yeah. maybe they drive better not to say that either one is bad
1: so. yeah I could understand that and probably a lot of it's protecting your employees too if they have some kind of uh some kind of issue with the client you always have to side with them and figure out what's going on there yeah. which is even another layer um and you may but- have you may have kind of touched on this but you know, those were some kind of, like you said, darker times. On the flip side of that, what's the best moment you've had thus far in your business? Uh,
0: You know, there are highlights every day, it seems like. Um, I can't say that a day goes by where I don't have a smile on my face um, because of my business, but after um, we moved into this location, um, which is in Wixom, Michigan, um, it was eight years of being in business, and to watch my sign go up on the building. It's our former space. I didn't. I never got around to doing that. <laughs> it was like one of those like additional costs that I just couldn't afford. Um, and so this time around in 2016, to, to see that sign go up um, on the, the storefront was incredible. You know, not and. Throughout the whole process of having this space built out, Um, my former space was 450 square feet and we did, it was just an open space. So we did build two rooms in that former space and this space is over 1300 square feet and we have three rooms. So that whole process, it was like, you know, it's my baby.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot of 10 years total. You know, it took you four years to move into your space and then from there, it sounds like four no yeah four more years I guess you said to move into the larger space and it's probably a surreal feeling to see that sign go up on the building I'm sure you were there for the whole thing
0: (laughs) yes it was and it was it was kind of a bittersweet because it everything coming to a head there you know
1: to get all the permits and approvals
0: and of course transitioning from one space to another we didn't close either so making sure that all appointments were being taken care of and that we were going to be open for business the next day. So there was a lot of, it was a stressful moment that was very happy tears. So.
1: Sure. And how far were those locations apart from each other?
0: Um, it's about 15 minutes. Um, the city that I'm in now is actually smaller than my former location in Farmington. Farmington's a little bit closer to Detroit. Um, so we're more west um, now, but it, uh, people will follow and it's, it's growing in this way too.
1: Well, that's good to know. I get the questions a lot, and you see people posting all the time about that. They're they're moving locations, and they're worried about that. But I think you know, like you said, you may lose a couple people, but for the most part, they're satisfied and coming to you for a reason in the first place. So, right,
0: absolutely,
1: for sure, for sure. Well, let's go. Let's take a step back to 2008 when you were first starting. Do you remember how you got your first paying customer?
0: I wish I remembered specifically, but I, I don't remember the first paying customer exactly. But I do know that the opportunity that I had was this was before Facebook was as big as it is. I wasn't on Facebook when I started my business, I was on MySpace. Um, but I also had my own website, which was just my first and last name. Of course, my main name at the time since I'd gotten divorced. But I had that website. Um only for really, for my grandparents back home to see pictures of my son and you know what mm-hmm. Facebook is now. <laughs> so um, I converted my website to spraysheep dot com, and it was nice that I was able to manage and build my own website. Um, which is one of the reasons I think you're such a great. Uh, influence on our industry is that for those who don't have that accessible I'm so excited that you're able to provide that for them Um, because that was one of the biggest things for me is having my own website and controlling my SEO and people finding me via Google so I equate yeah (laughs) yeah
1: so the so you probably had a lot of people then come through Google and things online because you were probably one of the only ones up there right
0: yeah, it was It was not a very saturated industry, for sure. Like, looking for handheld, hand-applied, airbrush tanning, um, there was, if anything, maybe an hour away. Um, but at that time, I couldn't say for sure.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. Well, it's good to jump on those things. Websites are still completely relevant. You know, I always, the first question I ask people when they say that, they're not getting customers. Is I'm, you know, I'm, I'm telling them to put themselves in their customer shoes and say, if you were your customer, could you find your business? And if they're searching anywhere, whether it's Yelp or Google or Facebook, can they find your business? If not, you know, the the more places you can be, the better. You know, having an omni, uh, a kind of omni-channel marketing where everything is the same and consistent across all those platforms and Google My Business and everything is really important. And a lot of people miss those things starting out, but they're necessary. Absolutely um for so for you obviously lots of changes now it sounds like you have some employees back in the day it was just you uh, and your husband um or now husband helping you out there you you shared some of that with me when we talked previously how he helped you know he stepped in for spray chic and, and yeah. offered some services as well uh, sp- spraying people which is which is awesome to hear the team effort there that's always good to hear but what what changes have you had to make uh, you know on a daily weekly monthly basis i'm sure that you're more the you know, kind of the maestro now, than necessarily spraying every day. But I could be wrong. I'm just assuming that 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 could be the case as you continue to grow.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And and shockingly, I I didn't anticipate taking a back seat to the spray tanning. I really, it was hard for me. Like you said, my husband being part of the business, that happened out of necessity when. We both actually worked for Quicken Loans, so he lost his job first. So um, that was right after we got engaged in 2008. And then, like I said, I went on to work in the corporate world until 2009. So he was always kind of the voice of the business, taking the phone calls and scheduling people. And when I first purchased my equipment, I needed a spray tan. So he was kind enough to learn how to do it alongside me. And some of our guinea pig you know, friends that were that are co- were co-workers at the time, um, they were open to the fact that we were both kind of learning. Um, so over those years of, or that first couple of years, he ended up um, taking clients when I was on the road doing mobile appointments, which that kind of just had to happen. It wasn't something that we really planned on. Sure. And he ended up working, doing the spray tanning up until 2016, 2017. So, yeah, so he... <laughs> he had had side jobs here and there through our slower seasons but really he he really took the staffing and kind of managerial role um under wraps when we opened up our location in farmington in 2012 so 2012 to 2016 he really helped manage their schedules and kind of keep on top of the financial aspect but what i saw was a little bit more of a need for it unfortunately to be more of an all-female staff i mean he was Well, clients loved him, but it was always an um, angle that I, you know, taking phone calls, if he was the only one available, it was a, you know, sensitive topic that we'd have to approach that with clients. Well, we do have this appointment available, but it would be with Dennis. Are you comfortable with that? And some people wouldn't bat an eye, but of course you go up against that, you know, the, the uncomfortableness of that conversation. So that kind of that backstory leading into now, which was, um, It me taking more of that managerial role um and really having more of a handle on the staffing the scheduling and even deeper into the reports and the numbers and goals which not to say my husband didn't do that it was just a different mindset for him and it was a different time for our business so the growth that we've seen um over the last well gosh i mean certainly 10 years but um I always told them you have to spend money to make money. So, <laughs> having a full staff now, I have um, four other employees um clients. So, I've been able to take kind of a backseat
1: to the spray tanning, which
0: is bittersweet. I don't really know how to take it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that you know that's a challenge. I think um, you know I've spoken to a lot of people that are interested or not interested that are in the business and a lot of people express the interest in uh, you know eventually I want to hire people and I don't want to be doing the the day-to-day things but uh, I'm kind of curious if they actually have thought that out because a lot of there are a lot of people that really enjoy it and enjoy the interaction with the clients and when you take yourself and kind of remove yourself from that you kind of you don't really have that any longer and it's a completely different scenario for you uh, which which is good for Some people, maybe not for others. So I always am curious and tell people to take a step back and actually think, do you want to remove yourself from that? Or is that just like a wish so you can be like, you know, successful, like somebody else might say. So I'm always curious about that. Yeah. Um, And something else you said that I love to hear is, you know, it takes money to make money, which is so true. And a lot of people don't want to pay for things, whether it's a website or advertising or whatever it may be. But at some point you have to get out of that, you know, kind of comfort zone, you're not going to be able to keep all the money you have. So I think a lot of people that get into the industry are pricing their services and stuff. And they're thinking about, Oh, I have a solution. I have these products and things like that, but they don't think about the acquisition costs. How much does it cost you to get a new customer? Probably, I could probably ask a hundred people and maybe one person would know that. So it's always, that's an interesting subject. Cause if it costs you a few dollars to gain each person, you have to factor that in when you're pricing your services, which yeah. is a little, which is a little, technical but it's definitely true for any business i
0: think that that's the thing is that the enjoyment that i had going into this uh the artistic and the creative side of spray tanning and airbrush you know airbrush tanning is to me an art form but also the website building the social media aspect i mean i mentioned earlier i was on facebook well i was on facebook pretty quickly after I started the business, after we chatted a little bit about Gary Vaynerchuk. And I think there's a lot of um, business owners in the, in the sunless industry that follow Gary V. But I read his book crush it back in 2008, 2009, whenever that came out and it catapulted me into the social media world. And it was, it was one of those things that just happened naturally. And so it's hard for me not to be creating and putting stuff out there. um, You know, wanting to stay ahead of the game in terms of social media, it's, it can be very exhausting and wanting to stay on top of those things. But um, it, to me, it kind of goes hand in hand with this industry, you know, having that creative side.
1: Yeah. And it does. And, you know, there's, there's something to be said about social media. I mean, for happy tens, I'm not too active on there, which is interesting. Not, you know, Instagram and things like that. It's rare, Uh, probably should be more active, but it's just one of those things I haven't had the time to get into. So it's not necessarily that I don't want to, it's a timing thing. And it's like, I'm gonna focus on what's been the bread and butter so far, and that's what it is. So, I think a lot of people try to stretch themselves too thin and do everything because yeah. somebody down the street is doing the same thing, and it may not be your personality to be out on social media like that. But you know, your brand is kind of an extension of you. Uh, Stephanie Mitchell and I discussed that a couple episodes ago about the whole branding thing. So. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss that too—that you know, people come to you for you, so or, or whatever that is, you as a business, if it's Bray Chic, if it's Carissa, whatever it is. So, a lot of people miss that too.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like the delegating of tasks, um, I've learned very slowly with the staff. Like I'm, I'm so grateful for the staff that I have right now. My manager's been with me for four years, so she's you know doing majority. Like she's just a familiar face and knows our processes. Um, for our clients, um, and and new clients coming in and helping. She's always been great about helping when I've hired new people. And a couple of my other girls have been with me for over a year. Well, three of them all have been with me for over a year. And I know that I can delegate a lot of the equipment and the cleaning and this, that and the other to the one girl. And um, the social media, I do delegate some to Ashley, my manager. But it's hard. It's hard to let go of certain things because I have been the face of the business and, you know, that connection and, and that well, how much personal stuff do I put out, and how much just business, without feeling like I'm, you know, saturating their their feeds with, you know, selling, sales type stuff. Sorry.
1: <laughs> right. No. 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's and there's probably a good way to transition that from if it was just you to into a brand where you know you just kind of start introducing that name more than your own. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that, that's going to be completely different for every single person depending on how they've done it and how long they've done it for. So.
0: Yeah. And I will say, if I could go back to the topic of building a staff, um, when I had, when I was on maternity leave, when I had my second child, um, we had our best day ever when I was not even at work. And when my husband told me what we did that day, when I only had two, three employees at the time, but that particular day, I think only two, he and the two other girls. That's when I realized, I don't have to be spray tan in order for this yeah. to be successful. Now, that was four or five, five years into the business. Um, and that was a huge eye-opening experience or um, lesson for me. But um, it took me a while still. Even It was a very depressing time for me not to be at work and connecting with clients. It was That was the other eye-opening part of it is how much I get... Uh, personally, from my clients, and so there's a balance, it's definitely uh, pros and cons of learning.
1: Yeah, that is, and I'm sure that at that point on that day, you realize, like, this is like a legitimate business, you know, it's not necessarily me just running the show, Uh, it's always, it's got to be a surreal feeling to to know that it can be done without you, and it's not that you're obviously still an important piece of the puzzle there, but it's just that it has, you've created that foundation to where your husband and the other employees can take that and kind of run with it, which is a good feeling. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard to find good work. And if you had your manager for four years, that's saying something about, you know, obviously the environment you've created and, and her work ethic as well.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you had to pinpoint one thing that you have done well at Spray Chic over the last 10 years to get to where you are, you know, going from in your apartment to the house to the little uh, studio 350 square feet or 400 square feet, whatever you said it was, up to 1,300 square feet, what would you say is the one thing that has contributed the most to the success, and when I say success, I guess I mean growth of your business?
0: Oh, gosh, that's a great question. Um, I'm very thankful for my previous employment, um, and I, I, I don't have a degree. I had a really great career with Quicken Loans, and they have an amazing customer service training or just training in general. And I think that because my husband and I both had that same background coming into this business and how we handle our clients um, and the, the overall customer service that we we offer our clients is what has made us successful and what I've passed on in teaching my employees, I mean, I, a couple of my employees are my age and older, so they're, they've had their own employment and have the understanding of how to handle customer service. But sure. you know, having younger employees in the past, and, and Ashley for one has been with me since she was 22, 23 years old, 22. So it's one of those things where I think that knowing how to to um, educate our clients, and if before we even take them in the room for a spray tan, you know, and really getting to know them, making them feel comfortable. And then also, you know, that follow through, if they are having questions or issues and not panicking and just really, you know, not being defensive. I think that's the one thing that now as I'm getting older and (laughs) less involved, and I don't know each and every client, that rapport that's built between the client and the spray tan artist is such, is so important. So I'm trying to navigate now how to follow through with that same level of customer service if I don't have that rapport that it's one of my other employees that has spray tandem. them. So, um, I definitely would hammer it home that, and that's actually what I'm going to be talking about at the, uh, Sunless Summit in Vegas is, um, awesome. kind of your, your, your salon's DNA and what you're, what you're kind of stand for.
1: Yeah, that's a really good topic. I think a lot of people miss that. Uh, Drew Spurgers, who's interview actually comes out tomorrow he spoke on that and people will hear it and they would have heard it by now but he talks a lot about that and the customer service and how they're you know kind of trained the staff is trained to greet the customers and things like that and a lot of that it can't go unnoticed you know everybody's been in a place where you're welcome you feel welcomed and and really appreciated and that's a completely different feeling than other scenarios we've been in where you have to work harder to get the attention of the employees than the other <laughs> way around, which is never how it should be. So that's a good topic for, for you to discuss, especially with the success that you've had.
0: Thank you.
1: Absolutely. So uh, these are a little bit more technical questions that I'd like to touch on um, more specifically about the type of equipment and solution that you use. Yeah.
0: So um, I, I like to kind of go back to when I first started and because and I feel like this could reach a lot of newer people in the industry that might be maybe considering getting into the industry. But I was very thankful for the assistance that I got, just making some um, blind phone calls, if you will, to um, yeah. places out West, um, other salons that were in business who gave me um, Julie Nostrand's information from South Sea Skincare. So when I first started, I bought my equipment. Um, I'm not sure what she called it at the time, but just a little mobile machine, the um, mini mist maybe. Yeah. But now I have I, – I quickly, within those first couple of years, I added on another machine. And, um, but now we've got uh, Norvell, the, the Z3000 guns are our favorites, um, and the, uh, the turbines. We have actually the um, Auto Revolution Plus in one room so we do offer automated spray tans in one room as well as the hand applied and then we have an old machine that doesn't isn't made anymore but it's called the norvell revolution stadium and that's my baby <laughs> it's kind of the, uh, it was i believe the uh prototype for what is now the auto rev um so it doesn't do out auto- of Automated spray tans, but it houses the client as they stand in there and get their hand applied It does the filtration and the the heating element in there and the Norvell Arena
1: Okay, so Norvell, Norvell now (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, South Seas was probably one of the only ones back in 08 Uh, Yeah, I'm sure Norvell and South Seas, maybe a couple others (laughs) There wasn't many though
0: (laughs) Yeah, over the years, I I mean, I had Aviva Labs I, I purchased um mobile machines from as well um and they're pretty similar but you know I, I found that norvell was good about as far as customer service and and if any equipment needs or you know being able to ship it back and then you know communicating with me and following up on all those things too.
1: Sure. yeah and lots of times people get overwhelmed with the equipment and for the most part a lot of it is similar and and sometimes companies just change out the labels. so i tell people to to make sure they study and review. Uh, if they look similar, they're probably the same machine, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, yeah. which is, uh, you know, another topic. But um, did you go through any, I don't remember you mentioning, did you go through any training or certification when you started out? There may not have been any.
0: Yeah, when I first started out, there was um, really nothing. Um <laughs> so there's a lot of, um, I feel like I did a lot more hands-on, just trial and error. Searching online, I found, I remember finding a couple, like, sketches maybe um i think there was i should have looked that up i'm sorry i didn't um specifically that there was something um i think they still make it like a a general tanning association
1: i can't remember there's a Yeah, National Tanning Training yes. Institute. NTTI, yeah, yeah,
0: yes, yes. So it was like really just more of a question and answer yeah,
1: thing. 20, like 20, 25 questions about <laughs> yeah. stuff. that doesn't make much sense for that. But
0: Yeah, normally <laughs> I, I ended up doing their basic certification. I think I paid $25 back then for, you know, 10 questions. And it was nice, though, because at that time they did provide a um, – a book and you could read about starting your own business, you know, the business aspect of it into the education of DHA, how it works with the skin. So that was where I really got more of that deeper understanding. Um, it was definitely that challenge of just trying different solutions out, speaking to um, the manufacturers. In fact, we even went, I had my own solution made in 2010, I think it was. Oh, wow. So I worked directly with a chemist and made our own solution and, you know, found that unfortunately they might be able to make it, but they really don't know what it means to do a spray tan. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, right,
1: right.
0: Uh, but eventually um, I was able to go do further training through Norvell. And I'm proud to say that I'm now a Norvell brand ambassador. So I am in Norvell Academy.
1: Yes, you did mention that. I was going to open up the floor and let you talk a little bit about that. For those that don't know much about Norvell or how that all works, feel free to kind of explain that because I don't even know the ins and outs of that. Drew explained some as well, but go ahead and feel free to explain that.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing opportunity for those who um, want to get some more understanding. The courses one hundred one to one hundred three online, um, you can register for through at norvelluniversity and do in the comfort of your own home. And there, the webinars are—it's a deep training where you can go through at your own pace. Um, and then once you have a year under your belt, um, and if you've done your hands-on um, core. Uh, training, which is what I offer here at Norvell Academy here at Spray Chic. And then I think there's at least 15 of us in the United States. I'm not sure exactly the number, but I um, am the representative for Michigan and Ohio. Um, so depending on where you're at, you would be Connected with someone for hands-on core training if you haven't had a year of experience and then from there if you've had a year or more experience you can do your master's training um, which is also um, one-on-one at a Norvell Academy and there's also the webinars the 201 to 203 that are at your own pace.
1: Wow, that's awesome. It's good to hear the. Spreading of the education, which is huge for this industry, obviously from 10 years ago, there was literally nothing other than a couple questions to now that you can learn so much, uh, which is great to hear. Norvell obviously is one of the, the best at doing that from what I've seen or heard at least. So that's good to hear that, uh, you know, education is a huge piece to, to helping the industry as a whole, you know, grow and get a better reputation and all that.
0: Yeah, they have w- really wonderful live events that they do nationwide as well as internationally too. I know we have a couple of um, specialists in Canada, and I think even for sure in Europe. But um, so if it's one of those things where you can't get to an individual academy, that they do still do those live events, whether it be at a tanning expo or their own Norvell University.
1: Very, very good. Well, people can definitely go to norvelluniversity.com or just go on over to Google. You'll you'll be easy. It'll be easy for you to find that, so for sure. <laughs> yeah. And if you're in Ohio and Michigan, then you can have uh, training with Carissa, which would be awesome. You know, all yeah. that experience that you know that Norvell is able to leverage through that is great. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. It was a dream come true for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, very cool. That's awesome. You know, you get to share not only your story but the Norvell way with all the training. So I'm sure that's a, a great opportunity for for both. So it's a win-win uh, or a win-win-win for everyone there. So that's that's a good thing. Um, And Chris, I want to go ahead and thank you for this time. We've we've spent quite a bit of time discussing you and your business and the growth that you've seen over the past 10 years. It's been awesome to meet you. Um, Thanks for reaching out and finding me for this podcast. I I love uh, meeting new people and hearing their stories. It's always great to hear what what everybody's uh, gone through and done to get to where they are. And It never ceases to amaze me how much hard work and effort, um, sweat equity and, and whatnot goes into it. And I, you know, that's kind of the lesson behind all this is how hard it is yeah. to own a business, but how rewarding it is. You know, I don't think you, you trade it for anything. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. And I like to wrap it up by asking the question, uh, if you could write a letter to yourself now to yourself back in 2008, what would you say?
0: Hmm. Oh gosh, I would definitely tell myself to have more confidence. Um, it's something that I'm always working on and, um, to, to maintain that, that strength that is within before I started this business, um, I wasn't the person I am now. So just to trust that I have it in me.
1: Yeah, that's a great thing to say to yourself. I think the confidence thing goes a long way I, there's a lot of people you look at and you think you know how confident are they and then you may hear them on a podcast or something else and they're like no I'm not that confident you know I always doubt myself everyone is a human everybody doubts their self. you know you kind of you have to carry yourself with that confidence so other people will take you uh, you know read that they can read that confidence and when you do that especially as a spray tan artist when you're re- just starting out you're getting comfortable with your technique you have to have that confidence you have to kind of command that you know room and everything with the client so they understand that you know what you're doing I'm sure you can relate to that, and that confidence goes a long way for that, and and helping you obviously believe in yourself as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Well, Krissa, thank you again for your time. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you know, I look forward to keeping in touch with you over the next, you know, few years as you continue to grow into you know, who knows where what, what's next. But I'm sure it'll be a great things. So I'm um, excited for that. Uh, anybody that's going to the summit, it's on the summit. Make sure they you know come to your course there. Thank you. Uh, that'll be, yeah. And anybody that obviously wants training in the Michigan or Ohio area can also reach out to you via Norvell University.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, Grant. I really appreciate
1: yeah, the opportunity. Yeah. And if, yeah, if anybody has any questions for you directly, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah. Well, my email address is carissa at spreechic.com um, or anywhere, Facebook, Instagram. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm public.
1: Okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'll, I'll put the link to your website as well as your email below uh yeah if anyone has any questions carissa at spraysheek.com. Carissa, chris again thank you so much on behalf of me and the entire community for for joining us today it was great to to get to know you a little bit better and, and to share your story with everyone so thank you so much
0: thank you have a great day
1: you too bye-bye Bye.